Welcome to the Migraine Miracle Moment. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Turknett. I'm a neurologist, migraine specialist, migraine sufferer, and author of the book, The Migraine Miracle. In this podcast, you'll learn all about how to find your path to migraine freedom without pills. Let's get started. Howdy, Beast Slayers. Welcome to another episode of The Miracle Moment. This is another Ask Dr. T session where we read a question from either one of our recent clinic chats or one from our archive. So, Jenny, what is the question for today? Okay, today's question comes from chatter issue number 118, in case you're a member and want to go search that in the archives. And the question is, I have been sticking to the migraine miracle plan and know that refined sugars are a trigger for the beast. However, I'm really missing a little sweet treat on the odd occasion. Would it ruin all my hard work if I had one scoop of ice cream after a meal or a few pieces of chocolate after a bad day at work? So what do you think, Dr. T? So we actually had a couple of really great responses from other members in our Migraine Everland Facebook group uh, to this question. And actually, the main reason I wanted to do this question was so I could share those responses. So the first one was from Bridget, who said, My experience was last summer, one year into the Migraine Miracle Plan and doing well. We bought ice cream cones for our grandchildren, and I ended up, quote, helping my two-year-old granddaughter with hers, which was melting rapidly. Before I realized it, I had eaten the whole thing. Well, within a couple of hours, I had a terrible migraine that lasted two days. I haven't taken the risk since. And then the second one was from Jane, who said, I sympathize with the sweet treat dilemma, so wanted to share my experience. I've been on the migraine miracle plan for almost a year with significant improvement in migraines. Now in phase three, I have eaten a mouthful of a sweet treat over a proper migraine miracle meal without developing a migraine. But... Without exception, if I eat anything sweet or too carby, it makes me crave carb foods for hours, if not days, afterwards, which makes it far more difficult to stick to the plan. This was even worse in the first few months, so I found it best to just ignore the existence of carb-rich sweet foods. It was helpful to remind myself that it wasn't me craving them, but my gut microbiome baddies that wanted the sugars, so I should starve them out. I love the baddies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I thought those were both great responses. Uh, the first one is an experience we've all been through. Mm-hmm. I, every person, like <laughs> I've called, I call, refer to this as a rite of passage now, and we've, right. we've heard it on the, on the success stories, but everybody goes through this. We, you know, you go on the plan, you're doing great. You're thinking maybe, you know, maybe this is, I don't have to adhere to this anymore and, and I'm good. And then you start pushing the envelope a little bit. Uh, and then you get the feedback that, no, <laughs> no, you need to stay on that uh, track. Um, in fact, you suggest people look at it in a positive way that this is good feedback that they're doing. The exactly. Right thing. I mean, it does, it does say, oh, wow. You know, it just reinforces like, thank goodness that I have this, you know, that, that I, that I now can avoid this, this horrible, <laughs> this horrible thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and I know that what I'm doing is working. So you know, it does, it almost seems like maybe a necessary, like I said, a necessary rite of passage, um, certainly uh, human nature to do this. So people feel guilty about it, but don't because we've all been there. That alone can serve as a natural deterrent towards, you know, wanting to cheat. Certainly, certainly now things, you know, sweet stuff, desserts, whole way less appeal to me mm-hmm. because I've come to associate, have such negative connotations with them that I didn't previously. 
And so, you know, making that association actually is, is helpful just from a conditioning standpoint. And then yeah. the other one, you know, it's so true that it will kind of reignite cravings, you know, e even just a little bit of right. something sweet, especially if you've ever struggled with that or had a sweet right. tooth before, that it's just so much easier just to not have it around or to not have it. Um, this is also why we talk about, you know, the, the natural sweeteners. It's one reason we just mm -hmm. don't recommend using them because all it does is just keeps those sugar cravings right. around. Whereas if you just get all the sweet stuff out, right. a week or two, you're good. Right. You know, for uh, the, by and large, that's that's the that's the pattern. I'd love to share our quarantine experience. Oh yeah. So I don't eat a lot of fruit even because I have always had a major sweet tooth, mm -hmm. and for me, I have to really cut everything out, or I do crave it. And so during quarantine, during lockdown, you know, I had all this time to cook, which I love to do. Well, so I was recreating a dish that we'd had at an African restaurant. It's, it's called Babodi and it's an egg and ground beef mixture, but it has a little bit of mango chutney in it, which has a little bit of raisin in it. So a little bit of mango, a little bit of raisins. And I made my own without any sweetener. So it was just the mango and the raisins. But having <laughs> that really ignited my sweet tooth, which just, I mean, it's not even a sweet dish, right? but just having those few raisins and a little bit of mango in there, it just really, every day I wanted something sweet after every meal. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up not making that even more, even though we really loved the dish because <laughs> I just couldn't, um, right. couldn't curb the cravings while having right. that. Right, really, right. Mm -hmm. And, and um... And again, you know, imagine 10 years ago thinking mango and raisins were this sweet exactly. <laughs> treat, but yes. I mean, that's the way it should be. That's, mm -hmm. that was, you know, 50,000 years ago, that would have been as sweet or sweeter than anything we had available to us. But, but nowadays, not at all. Right. And lastly, something for those who do still struggle some with sugar cravings or may have turned to sweets or, uh, or treats for, to, to cope in certain situations, um, might want to consider finding a substitute behavior for those situations where you may have previously turned to something like ice cream or chocolate. Mm -hmm. So you know, okay. after a rough day of work or something like that. Um, so are there other foods that you really like that, but that you know are nourishing and protective that you could turn to in, instead? Mm -hmm. If you remember um, Greg on our first success story podcast said he, that he, whenever he got a sweet craving, he would just go eat some steak. Uh, which is great, that. not perfect, yes. right? <laughs> so keeping something around, you know, that that, that, that you can replace it with. Um, or it doesn't even have to be food. You could mm -hmm. find another activity that you know boosts your mood, uh, whether it's going for a walk or reading a book or listening to a favorite song. Um, just consistently substituting that uh, as your reward in that situation, you can sort of replace that habit. I mean, that's really what you're trying to do. You're, you're taking this habit that you've reinforced for a long time, probably, and then, and then just creating some different uh, reward to, uh, to reinforce it and then, and then start a new one. So that when you're in the face of that trigger, it no longer then activates the craving for food, but now it activates the craving for that other behavior that's fine. Right, right. right. And you know, in our Facebook group, it's been a while now since we did this, but we had a couple of threads where we had people list different comedy routines that you could find on yeah. Netflix or Spotify, you know, that people could listen to as mood boosting. Or also we did a thread on, on mood lifting music. So you could search the Facebook group um, for suge suggestions for those. And then we could also redo those and, right. and get some new suggestions for, sure. for folks. Yeah, that's a it's a fun activity to actually mm -hmm. go through and think about all the things that boost your mood. Something we don't do very often, right. but really is helpful. And then if you have that kind of library aside when mm -hmm. you need it, that's right, it can be real helpful.
create a Spotify playlist. Right. Just for that circumstance. Yep. Yeah. I also have in the um, drug free strategy guide that I put out, you know, laughter is one of the uh, one of the strategies for aborting a migraine naturally there is evidence that laughter works uh and so one thing you can you know you can use that that comedy playlist and anything that consistently makes you laugh uh Mm -hmm. to also listen to during a migraine and i'll add one more thing here so you know as the responses that we got talked about the the take-home message was you know i i cheated and in retrospect it really wasn't worth it Right, mm-hmm. either because it brought in the beast or because it reactivated cravings for mm-hmm. sweets and so forth. But I, I do want to make I do want it, uh, people to understand that it won't undermine everything that you've done. Right. right? That, I mean, we talk about I talk a lot about how the changes that you're making over time are sustained. Like you don't you don't reverse a metabolic state in one fell swoop, right? So the, the advantage of this being like we've talked about in the in the mistakes episode that this is a long-term process and that and it's a sustainable process because of that. So you can't, you're not going to undo all the work at, at one time because it takes time to get there and it takes time to undo it. Unlike, you know, a crash diet where it's rapid, you know, rapid weight loss and rapid weight gain back because it's all temporary and not sustainable. So yeah, you're not going to undermine all your efforts with one cheat. And, and I, you know, anytime, we go off the plan or whatever, like don't, you know, there's no guilt involved. You're human, whatever, just dust yourself off. Don't fret over whatever happened. You know, all you can, again, all you can control is your next step, right? So you can't control what happens. So just, just move on and, and, um, you know, keep, keep putting one step, one, one foot in front of the other. Tomorrow's a new day. That's right. Yep. Start over. Yep. And then do you want to talk to folks about our pattern and if we were to cheat when that might be and what that might look like yeah so like i talked about because you know like i mentioned it's a rite of passage to 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 kind of cheat like on just a regular dessert and you know realize it wasn't worth it so over time what you what you kind of define as a cheat becomes more and more restricted Mm -hmm. um so for for me for us really a a cheat might be a bite of gluten-free cake at a birthday party or something like that, or eating a few bites of popcorn. But really what's happened is that over time, the impulse to do some, do that has just, to, to cheat or to go off the planet has just evaporated. And you just realize that there's plenty to find rewarding about all of the great foods that we already have available to That's us right. and yeah. the, and this, and this way of eating and this way of living, right. That the, it's just not, there's the temptation is kind of gone now. Right. And that seems to happen to everybody. And it seems to be something that happens over time, the longer you do this. Right. And so a funny story about that is that, you know, again, I have always had a major sweet tooth, which, mm-hmm. you know, is really decreased now. I don't really struggle with that anymore, except when I have the Bobodi. But <laughs> but when we went on a cruise for my birthday last year, um, it, part of the cruise culture is, is feeding the guests, right? And so they wanted to insist that we have dessert every night. <laughs> and we kept saying, we don't, we don't want any. And so finally... I mean, they just kept asking, kept asking. They brought us a few berries each night. And then on my birthday, I got a plate that said, we should link in the pictures. Right. I got a plate with written in like the chocolate sauce that said, happy birthday, Jenny. 
but there's no dessert on it. It was just a plate written <laughs> right. in the sauce because they knew I wouldn't eat it, um, even if they brought it. So Yeah, they couldn't fathom why we were refusing right. the dessert every right. night. Right, exactly. All right, so that wraps up this question and answer. And I also wanted to let you know what the other topics were that we discussed in this particular clinic chat. And again, this is chatter uh, number 118. The other topics that we talked about included, will Benadryl cause migraine vulnerability? And I know that's a very popular mm-hmm. question. Right. Um, what are some reasons and strategies for eliminating preventatives? How much should I listen to fitness app nutrition advice? Ooh, that's another good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should you put in coffee so that it doesn't break a fast? Should I be concerned about insulin resistance and keto? How can I extend the length of time I can fast? And do I need carbs before I exercise? We had a long discussion that night. We did. A lot of great questions. Again, so many, we've gotten so many great questions over the years. It's really been great for me, as I've said before, to continue to build my knowledge and we've Mm -hmm. all been learning together through it. So that's one of the neat things about the Migrant Everland community is these are folks who already have kind of a foundational knowledge and so Mm -hmm. these are kind of next level types of questions all right so that wraps up this episode if you enjoy the miracle moment podcast uh, don't forget to subscribe to it on your favorite podcast player and it'd be great if you left a rating and review in itunes it really helps other people to find it and now it is time to go out slay the beast (laughs) 